0: Welcome to the Chrisman Commentary Daily Mortgage News Podcast. I'm your host, Robbie Chrisman. Topics on today's episode include a primer on the FOMC and U.S. employment figures.
1: Thanks to today's podcast sponsor, Real Estate Connection, a boutique real estate brokerage that provides a completely orchestrated experience for buyers, sellers, lenders, title companies, and real estate agents. Real Estate Connection acts as a centralized and organized, fully managed real estate fulfillment service, playing matchmaker for buyers by connecting them with local qualified real estate agents and walking them through the entire home purchase and selling process with the lender partner. Real Estate Connection ensures all parties are in a fully managed environment that mutually supports the client's homeownership experience. They connect directly with major lead aggregators and mortgage lenders' loan origination software, or CRMs, and offer a seamless digital experience backed up with boots-on-the-ground local real estate agent support. Dang, is there any good news out there?
0: Japanese ex-Prime Minister Abe was tragically assassinated. Rates stank, especially compared to 2020 and 2021. But are you really rooting for a recession to drive them back down? In Florida, we have the rise of giant snails spewing parasites that invade the human brain. What happened to the days when my only worry was if the tide was going to reach my chair while enjoying an adult beverage? We have flooding in parts of the nation, wildfires in the West. The press seems consumed with house price appreciation slowing down and is putting out sensationalist headlines predicting a crash. Everyone has an opinion, and in mine, the demand is still strong. Does crash mean instead of going up 20% a year, we only go up 5% a year? I think we can all agree that double-digit appreciation is unhealthy, even if you've recently bought a place. Everyone and their brother knows that LOs are out there adding value and wealth, and being able to advise clients is what good LOs do, right? I mean, I don't even have a brother, but I guess he knows. The commentary often discusses the Fed, and loan officers often talk about the Fed with clients in terms of, oh, the Fed is going to raise rates, so lock in now. It's good to have a basic knowledge of what it is, keeping in mind that the Federal Reserve System is the central bank of the United States. Most countries around the world have their own central banks. Ours performs five general functions to promote the effective operation of the U.S. economy and, more generally, the public interest. And what garners the most publicity are when the Fed conducts the nation's monetary policy to promote maximum employment, stable prices, and moderate long-term interest rates in the U.S. economy, and promotes the stability of the financial system and seeks to minimize and contain systemic risks through active monitoring and engagement in the U.S. and abroad. So what is monetary policy? Think of it as actions undertaken by the Fed to influence the availability and cost of money and credit to help promote national economic goals by using three tools. Open market operations. The discount rate, and reserve requirements. The Board of Governors of the Federal Reserve System is responsible for the discount rate and reserve requirements, and the Federal Open Market Committee, or FOMC, is responsible for open market operations. Everyone, rightly or wrongly, focuses on the overnight federal funds rate, or Fed funds rate. The Fed funds rate is the interest rate at which depository institutions lend balances at the Federal Reserve to other depository institutions. But the Federal Reserve, using those three tools, influences the demand for and supply of balances that depository institutions hold at Federal Reserve banks and thus alters the federal funds rate. As the Fed points out, changes in the federal funds rate trigger a chain of events that affect other short-term interest rates, foreign exchange rates, long-term interest rates, the amount of money and credit, and ultimately a range of economic variables, including employment, output, and prices of goods and services and the dot plot was created to look at the odds and timing of future rate moves. The Board of Governors meets regularly, typically every other Monday, but it is the Federal Open Market Committee that is everyone's attention. The FOMC consists of 12 members, the 7 members of the Board of Governors of the Federal Reserve System, the President of the Federal Reserve Bank of New York, and 4 of the remaining 11 Reserve Bank Presidents, who serve one-year terms on a rotating basis. The FOMC holds 8 regularly scheduled meetings per year, and the next one is later this month. At these meetings, the committee reviews economic and financial conditions, determines the appropriate stance of monetary policy, and assesses the risks to its long-run goals of price stability and sustainable economic growth. Shifting our collective gaze to the bond market, and therefore interest rates, ahead of today's payrolls report we saw a large drop in mortgage rates, per Freddie Mac, led by a 40 basis point slide in the average 30-year fixed rate to 5.30%. The 15-year rate dropped 38 basis points week over week to 4.45%, while the 5-1 hybrid arm rate slid 31 basis points to 4.19%. There is some optimism out there that the Fed can assuage inflation without a recession. Fed Governor Waller and St. Louis Fed President Bullard yesterday backed another 75 basis point hike this month to curb inflation, and Waller dismissed downturn fears. Keep in mind that they are two of the Fed's most hawkish policymakers, so those two saying that fears of a recession are overblown should be taken with a grain of salt. Bullard acknowledged that rate cuts could take place once inflation moderates. Current expectations are for another 75 basis points at the end of the July meeting, 50 basis points in September, and 25 basis points in November and December. The big event this week was always going to be today's payrolls report. The street was looking for 270,000 jobs and for unemployment to remain at 3.6%, which would mean that U.S. employers added the fewest jobs in over a year. But economists say that a slowdown isn't concerning. The unemployment rate is at historically low levels, and another month of solid wage growth suggests that employers are still eager to find qualified workers and retain the ones they already have. Job openings are hovering near record highs, while layoffs are well below pre-pandemic levels. The report showed that in June, the U.S. economy had an increase in non-farm payrolls of 370000 but a 74000 downward revision to earlier months. The unemployment rate was 3.6%, and hourly earnings were up 0.3%, not really accelerating. The labor market and airport parking lots and restaurants in town aren't really showing signs of an imminent recession, remaining tight, though some cracks are beginning to show in the foundation. It should be stated, though, that rate hikes from earlier this year won't begin to impact the economy until late this year. Fortunately, the job market probably won't fall off a cliff in 2022. Not that anyone cares, but later today brings the ISM services report, May Wholesale Inventories and Sales, May Consumer Credit, and remarks from New York Fed President Williams. There's still a lot of tightening to go from the Fed, and since the Fed funds rate tends to impact the economy with a roughly nine-month lag, the economy has not yet begun to feel the impact of the rate hikes we've already seen. After the employment data, we have agency MBS prices worse three-eighths, and the risk-free U.S. tenure yielding 3.08 after closing yesterday at 3.01%. Let's wrap up with a joke and some housekeeping. There will be no podcast tomorrow. I'm actually going to have a little cosmetic surgery done. I'm getting a new butt. My old one had a crack in it. that going in the podcast? Uh tomorrow's Saturday. There's no podcast. But like
1: is that joke going in the podcast? Oh, it's going in the podcast. Thanks again to today's podcast sponsor, Real Estate Connection a boutique real estate brokerage that acts as a centralized and organized fully managed real estate fulfillment service, connecting buyers with local qualified real estate agents and walking them through the entire home purchase and selling process with the lender partner. Real Estate Connection helps all parties achieve a better real estate experience. If you have any questions about the podcast or sponsoring opportunities, send me an email at Robbie at robchrisman.com. Visit robchrisman.com for more information on our industry partners, access to archived commentaries, and how to subscribe to the daily mortgage news and commentary. To listen to or download past episodes of this podcast, search Mortgage News on any platform you get your podcast from.